welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. And we're on the last one for the Predator franchise, 2018's The Predator. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. I'm just, I'm mad. This week's made me mad. I'm mad at Keith. I'm mad that I now own this movie. I'm just mad. The uh, Nebraska of the group, Keith Swetland. Hey, you know, we made it. We're on the last off-ramp. I can see uh, I can see our exit. We pulled off. And I think we're, uh, we're all better for the journey. So Keith, are we, are we're, we? doing, we're doing more <laughs> franchises. After. This isn't just a Predator podcast. I was, I was talking about the Predator journey. Oh, okay. The Predator journey. I feel better. I think I've improved as a person. <laughs> Debatable. As you continue <laughs> to love the worst characters every single week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the, we saved the worst for last. As, oh. like I said, 2018, The Predator, directed by Shane Black, who also has directed the tw- 2005 Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Robert Downey Jr., 2013's Iron Man 3 with Robert Downey Jr. That's when we should have known. 2016, The Nice Guys. Um, yeah. He also helped wrote, um, helped written like Lethal Weapon 1 and 2. And um, yeah. He also he, helped write this piece of shit. As he was in the first movie as Hawkins. So you would think, hey, I might have an idea how we want to do this, but we don't. Oddly enough, though, not a lot of gaping vagina jokes. <laughs> Sad. You know, <laughs> I, I think it's a I think it's a Mystery Science Theater 2000 reference or line, but they have the thing where they talk about how you're not supposed to reference stuff that's better than you are in movies. Like that's like a rule you're supposed to follow. And this movie broke that rule in just the trailers. I remember I was yeah. watching the I was watching the trailers for this movie on the the Blu-ray version I was watching that Joe was so kind to provide for me. Yeah, and uh, it was Deadpool two, Predator one, and Alien Covenant. Like all three of those movies, I just love. So I got to see these like trailers for super rad movies, and then watch this one, <laughs> and then watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I I I have blind bought pr- the Predator twice because I bought it I bought it when it first came out. And then I was waiting for uh, some people to show up, come over to watch it, but that never happened. I'm feeling then, attacked right now, and I don't appreciate it. Well, right at you. And then, <laughs> and then we did uh, then the 4K edition. So I bought it twice, and I'll probably only watch it once. I borderline want to snap the disc. Like I'm so I was so <laughs> mad about everything. I just wanted to snap the disc. And I won't because that just ruins the collection. Yeah, you'll uh, just have that blank space in the box set now. Well, you can yep. just put the case back. <laughs> well, no, it's I, in a four. It's in a whole set. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. It, it it's a small set. However, it has like the four movies in Blu-ray and in 4K. So there's eight movie discs in this one tiny thing. Uh. Well, and we all have well, all these really good reasons, and we're gonna get into it later about how like bad this movie was. But like I, I'm not gonna. I'll spoil it now. I enjoyed it more than the last movie. So, but I cannot. And, and I'll hoping, tell you now, like I'm gonna tell you later as well. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, and I'm. 
I'm I'm excited for me to talk it out to myself about why. And, if and I don't, hopefully it changes on you to go and, back and, to. Oh yeah. It. And if I don't come to a logical conclusion, then like we'll get there as a journey together. Yeah. Um. So in the first predator, we had the big, strong, muscular Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then we dipped down to Danny Glover. Whoa, whoa! Then Danny we, was fucking cut for that. Don't go. Whoa, too no, far no, down. I'm not. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm just saying we went from Schwarzenegger to Glover for body types, and then we went to a little bit smaller with Aiden Brody. So in this movie, we went even more smaller for Boyd Hallbrook. You might know him from the bad guy from Logan. He also apparently is in Narcos, which is um, a very popular Netflix series. When I, I can say when I first saw the trailer, I was like, ah, this, eh, for this guy. But then I saw the cast. I'm like, I am, I'm, I'm in. Because Keegan-Michael Key, Olivia Munn, Sterling K. Brown, Thomas Jane, Alfie uh, Allen is all in this movie and i'm like all right all right yeah like we've seen these people in so many things that are like fucking love it kotel artemis is great the expanse is great like i mean what isn't keegan michael key great in what he does like i don't care how big a piece of shit it is while he's on screen he is spectacular like yeah, it was uh, it was unfortunate they didn't use him enough like he was he was he's super charming and cool and he, he was just kind of in the background the only characters whose overall story arc I actually like connected to and liked was Thomas Jane and Keegan Michael Key. Their storyline yeah. and how it ended was the only shining star in this piece of shit movie. Uh, and also, the, uh, also this movie uh, starred Ivan Strahovski uh, from what show? Chuck, and she's Chuck. also been in. She was a, a main character in Handmaid's Tale. And she's been in some movies. Oh. And uh, the surprise one is Jake Busey, Gary Busey's son, who in this movie is supposed to be Gary Busey's son from 1992, the the sequel. Is he really? I didn't know like that's what his character was. That's yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, it's that. very serious lore implications. It's Project yeah. Stargazer. Big deal. Yeah. One other thing. The lore in this movie is the first time where I was mad because the lore <laughs> in this movie is such hot garbage. <laughs> big predator <laughs> so let's uh break down the plot for a minute and then let's get into this hellhole and let's discuss okay let me see if i can put together this 3d shit puzzle that is supposed to be the plot of this movie um, yeah, I'm. I'm not jealous of your job right now, Rick. The the editing was quite the shit show in this movie. So um, I'm. You're going to be explaining the plot to me too. And I didn't watch <laughs> this thing. <laughs> so did you watch this movie, Keith? <laughs> I tried. <laughs> so the plot of this movie is essentially. So we learned in the last movie that there's a civil war of sir, of such going on within the predators. Um. The plot of this movie is that one predator is running from that other faction, trying to bring equipment to Earth to give human race something to fight against predators, apparently trying to let us destroy our own planet for them to move into. And somehow this all plays into a child on the, spe- on the spectrum being the next step in the evolutionary track of man. 11 foot predator 
and a lot of hijinks. I, guys, it's the best I got. It, that's the best I got for the plot of this movie. Okay, I've got one one tally mark on the pro column for old Keith over here now. I think the the idea of escalating the the stakes by having a bigger predator is pretty cool. It's sort of like why Iron Man one works so well. Like the bad guy was just literally a bigger Iron Man in the end. So I think like broadly, it's a cool idea to just have. Oh man, it's a big predator. Oh man, like I I, I think that's a cool idea. Keith, you're using the worst part of Iron Man one to make the point of your subject. <laughs> and that bigger is not always better. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I liked it. Um, I, I can I can try to do the uh, plot help help out here and fix the gaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Predator on the run, big predator chasing him, comes across sniper, hijinks, boom. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> don't like sniper slash sniper's spectrum child. Yes, and terrible whack job friends and awful mother and Olivia Munn and Olivia Munn. So Olivia Munn's character, we just catch her at the university. Well, because, because she was supposed to have the opening scene of the movie and there's going to be like a guy hitting on her, but it turns out the actor was like a, is a huge sex offender and they cut all his scenes out. So that's why, she knows everything and then then she also becomes like at the end they like she can has a handheld like she can shoot a gun yeah she goes from literally tranking herself in the foot to operating full on military equipment with no problem and close capping a predator in the head and she has the speed to chase a predator down too all right i've got another uh uh, tally mark in the pro column okay are you ready for it yeah okay okay here hear me out so the scene when you reference she shoots herself on the foot with the tranquilizer scene she they she literally did like the director the writers producers whatever her whatever it was the actor or the director they had her do like the looney tunes thing where she like rolls her eyes back and crosses her eyes and looks at the needle in her foot like that was pretty silly and if it was a joke it was a good one it so, wasn't <laughs> that whole scene was fucking stupid. Well, I laughed my ass off <laughs> that part. I, I, the I marks you're putting in the pro column are not pro column marks. I just want to put out there. When she sh- <laughs> go, go ahead, Keith. No, go ahead. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say so. The 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 the, the like the painting, the the painting I'm trying to make for everybody is that this is a uh, this movie has the energy of like a straight to TV sci fi flick. Like Sharknado or like giant aliens versus spiders, and it's sort of silly in a lot of these parts, and that's like the that's the vibe I was getting. See, Keith, here's the problem though. That's not what this movie is. This isn't a direct to sci fi movie that is playing on its own stupidity. They're literally just one. I think this whole movie is a goddamn uh, embezzlement scheme. Because there's no way it costs $85 million to make this piece of shit. Uh, sir, it's $88. 88000000 million was the budget for this movie. Even We've, better, there's no way it costs that much. I don't know. Did, I, they, uh, did they pay like the C-level actors twice their going rate? Possible. I, I got to say, I did like the, the s- subtle callback of like the ship 
coming from in space for the first scene, like the original Predator. However, it was, oh, he's on the run from a bigger ship. So there's that little twist to it. The three things about this movie I liked are the opening scene, the scene towards the end we'll talk about later with Thomas Jane and Keegan-Michael Key, and then when it was finally over. <laughs> I one of, the, one of the scenes I liked was the scene when she wakes up after drinking herself with all the, all the loonies, as they called themselves, the group of what they called nut job former soldiers uh, or standing and watching her sleep. And then she goes against the tranquilizer gun and Keegan, uh, Keegan's like, Oh, I, t- I told you, I told you <laughs> should go for that. Where's my 10 bucks. And that's where we get our pussy joke. There's the one pussy yeah. joke in that scene. There's the one. Pussy yeah, they, joke. They, they talk about eating pussy and they make a, that, it's a little, a little bit funny. It's not as, it's not as funny as the unintentional funny stuff in this movie, but there was a joke. Uh, so the movie opened with like some drug cartel bullshit and the sniper. I, I would say this movie is really hard to listen to here and there because I don't know if it was for you guys too, but the idea of the action was so loud. I had to turn it down. It and was, then had it. Go ahead. I agree. That was, it was, I, was weird. Saying, I just had to turn it up for audio. And sometimes I just couldn't hear what they were whispering. Cause I was watching this after I put, uh, the two little movie experts to bed. So I was watching it through headphones and like the music and the action was just blaring. Yep. And then like the dialogue, even all the way up, I was like, what did they say? Yeah. I just went with it. Oh, the uh, predator music was in the beginning, which was also yeah. nice. I always yep. enjoy predator music cause it's fucking dope. They have, uh, I guess Adrian Brody express returning. <laughs> they wanted to just do a sequel to the last one and fox was like nah dog we're gonna soft reboot again it's gonna be epic but they wanted to do a soft reboot but uh shane black was like no this is a sequel to like one because in this movie they mentioned predator 2 because yeah. when uh, when we first meet olivia munn and she's going through the predator the guy's like yep you know this there was the sighting in 87 Deciding in 97, now we're in here. So they don't even mention Predators, the third one, because it doesn't happen on space, uh, on on Earth. Well, like, there's no way they would know. It's just people disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys guess who they wanted to be the original uh, good guy? One guy. That's all I could find so far. Who would look like that character? Tom Hardy. God (laughs) He would have been good. Like Ryan Reynolds is the only guy I can think of that looks like this guy. Uh, you guys are both somehow way off. Benicio del Toro. Oh, that would have rocked. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Not the same. Like they just were like, okay, we want del Toro. We're gonna go in a completely opposite direction for the other way we're gonna cast it. Makes scheduling sense. scheduling conflicts issued the uh, way for uh, uh, Boyd Boyd to show up. Yeah, that lead dude. He, I, I enjoyed the hell out of him in Logan. I thought he was he was great in that as a sort of silly bad guy. But he was just so like plain, goddamn vanilla. It was like this plain, plain ass saltine crackers with nothing on them. He just had nothing going. Yeah, he he he. To me, it seemed like he was like a PG thirteen version of his Logan character because they both had the southern twang to their voice. 
Yeah, the, but it like the twang would show up and then go away sometimes. See, they, like he didn't give a shit about that accent. They weren't. They were not trying very hard for ad line delivery in this movie. So, can someone explain to me why, when the predator whose ship got shot down, one, if he was bringing such an important thing to the planet, why he ejected from a ship that crash landed essentially in one piece, and two, why when his pod crashed. He removed both his helmet and one of his arm things and put them to the side, other my, than to just further the story. My assumption is that they it slipped off I don't, and he forgot to put the helmet on. I don't know. It's but he had camera. enough time to go murder and hang up the other army guy. It didn't make any sense. That's true. And so the camera could spend more time focusing on that dumbass camouflage ball that they just kept on showing over ball. and over and over and over and over again. And then he fucking swallowed it. Like, why? Could, could you guys swallow it? Could you guys swallow that? No. no I'm no pretty problem. sure you choke on that. I'll show you. He, oh, okay. Well, after after it happened, you know, he pooped it out. So he had a giant, you know, gape in his ass. Yeah, so they could have that scene of him doing the poop thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, why I, did he get arrested? Like, in what way, shape, or form did it make sense for him to get arrested for an operation going sideways? They... <laughs> The one thing I caught was that they were going to, they did it because he was going to be the Ponzi of the situation. Cause it, the, the, the mission that he was on went south because of the predator. So they had to cover it up. So he's okay, just so the Ponzi. Just, just so we're clear, yeah. their plot to this is yeah. they need to cover up a secret operation that no one would know about. Yep. From who exactly? Them Stargazer. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, there's just... There's not even, like, little plot holes to this t- entire fucking movie. The script is just a gaping hole like his anus after he shat out the ball. Like the, like the mom's vagina in the helicopter scene they were really just trying to capture the energy of for... this movie but since it's 2018 they felt like they should have done the guys instead yeah checks out and then speaking of the like the plot holes didn't bug me so much whatever like the movie's pretty stupid but like the whole like the editing and decision making process the like a to b to c kind of steps to get from them recruiting the dad to recruiting olivia munn to her studying the predators to them like all in a bus together that all felt so like rushed and clunky they didn't even recruit the dad they just one, how long does it take this man to pass a bowel movement? Like how, like how long did it, how quickly did they get that man up from somewhere in Central or South America? <laughs> it was, there was in Mexico. Okay, so they're in Mexico. Yeah. To California? I don't know where this movie takes place. Oh, and I've, I've got another, it's another positive note for a gore action scene. When what was that in the start of the movie when the blood revealed the camoed predator? I, I thought like that was drink, awesome. The drink, I yeah, thought that was, that was awesome. Dope. I'll give him that. <laughs> when he wakes up, like the jump scare of like the predator trying to be like ah yeah, I thought that was cool because they cut they cut the um, <laughs> the soldier that was hat that was hung and gutted upside down while the predator had time to do. That was cool. He was slid in half. Eh, that it, <laughs> it felt there just to be like fucking gore. Yeah, they, these movies need gore. They do need gore. 
But like it just like, it, it wasn't though. a shock gore. It was just kind of like gore. <laughs> I didn't mind it for this one. What I don't understand about this movie is so the the army guy Quinn steals the helmet and like arm sleeve that he found in the ship and he just sends it home. But before he does it, he threatens somebody at a bar to send it for him by using the cloaking ball that he swallows. How does he use how does he know how to use the cloaking ball? <laughs> he just squeezes it. Fucking just <laughs> does. Do you just believe in it and it happens <laughs> like a wish? Like they never explained how the ball works. No, nope. like, oh, it's just another one of those things. It's like fucking it happened. Deal with it. it hey, is. I just love the fact that he shit it out. And then he handed it to his son saying, hold it for later. <laughs> Which so first off again, how long was that in his system? And how much did they pay to ship that shit? I don't think stuff gets from Mexico to wherever this dude's house was, which convenient that he got taken to a base to be interrogated. That was within easy drive distance to his house. Apparently they never showed him getting searched. He could have just put it in his pocket. <laughs> and like, how quick was this shipping? Did, did that guy work for Amazon? What, the, <laughs> what was that bullshit? My assumption with the, the guy's home life is that he, his wife and him are estranged. Because when he, the field, well, cause he sent it to a PO box, but he wasn't paying for his PO box. So it got shut down. So it so got shipped dumb. to his backup address, <laughs> his old home. Or house, who knows? Because when he shows up, she's like, get the hell out of here. And then, so the opening scenes of introducing to his son, where we learn that he's on the spectrum and whatnot, one, nothing like having the two bullies that pick on the kid on the spectrum. (laughs) Well, and and, and that scene. The most classic bully, like, school shitty kids ever of, oh, we pulled a fire alarm. Now we're just going to storm the halls because apparently the teachers in the school don't check to make sure all the kids are out and safe. Oh, when that scene was happening, when the fire alarm was pulled and everybody's leaving the room, the teacher's like, all right, just waving everybody out. I and saw that. I kid, saw that too. The kid's like on like dead center in the classroom, pound, like rocking back and forth. And the teacher's like, all right, let's go. Everybody's fuck, here. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, my, Spectrum kids. Yeah, fuck this. Uh, and they like the the writer. They like really. It's 2018, and they did that like dumb fuck like South Park Aspergers joke. Like that's that that wasn't funny in 2018. That's like that's like that dumb shit edge lord humor from the 2000s that just faded away. It was just it was like bad. It was bad taste. It wasn't funny. It was the first step in a multiple step process of just no one understanding how to support and deal with a kid on the spectrum through this entire movie. One, a mother who apparently just lets her known child on the spectrum <laughs> do whatever he wants and does right, not let, watch over him at all. Let's talk about this. What really grinds my gears. You have, you have a child who's on the... Uh, we never who, know what he fully has. All we know is that he's on the spectrum. Rumor, what, what the kids were making fun of him were saying Asperger's. Mm-hmm. But, like, we, can we really trust the shitty kids for what he actually has? No. But since he... Wikipedia since, says he was autistic. So... I mean, that's but that's just on the... Spe- like, yeah, autistic yeah. is a very wide yeah, yeah, yeah. term. Yeah. 
So he, since I, he's I don't on, think Shane Black gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think no. the guy who let a child molester onto his set doesn't give a shit? Wow, what a surprise. Well, he does give a shit since he stutters. That's why Thomas Jane in this movie stutters. He's like, well, since I do, you can. But the kid who's on the spectrum plays with the Predator's toy uh, equipment like they're video games. And that made me so angry. <laughs> I, and I, I knew Rick was watching the movie last night, and I'm just expecting the text. And then I got it, and I responded with, I knew you cut. You're like I knew you text me. It was, like I, I was just texting you just gifts of what is happening. Yeah, we have the, the kid playing with. Picked up predator tech and knew what to do with it. If the predator tech was going, I thought I told Keith this earlier off air. I was like, if the I thought the predator tech was going to cure him of whatever he was having. <laughs> yeah. That's very Hollywood logic right there. <laughs> because he like he understood the language. No, in fact it was even dumber than that in that the predator was used the, that was like a, looking at him he, like he was some sort of X-Men with magical mutant powers that he was going to absorb to make the predators even stronger. His like magical spectrum powers. Well, cuz he's <laughs> the next step of human evolution <laughs> and it it doesn't help, and it, I think it's funny, too, that for us to get the a plot synopsis of what's happening, the kid puts the helmet on, and he's legitimately able to see inside what a predator sees, which is BS, because I don't think that's possible for them just putting on, like, the outside helmet to fully see everything. But I think the, it's worth repeating he, that he was trick-or-treating alone while he was doing that. A kid on the spectrum who does not deal with noise well was allowed out by his mother on Halloween. But the shit mom. But the kid gets puts the helmet on and he's able to see the plot update of the predators are are injecting themselves with like spinal fluids from their uh, trophies to try to enhance themselves, make them bigger and badder. And that's how we find out that the small predator that is from the beginning of the movie that comes to Earth is on the run from a eleven footer. It makes but, no sense. By so the way, he was on the run. By the way, apparently in communication with this operation, lick my nuts. Stargazer. Why, when he woke up, Stargazer. did he murder everyone within the operation? <laughs> The like jig was were, up. He was a renegade. If they were on the same side, why did that happen? I don't think he knew they were on the same side. He was just, he, I don't know. I, I, he said that at one point they were in communication. They knew he was coming to bring them the tech. The answer to your question is yes. <laughs> yes. Also, how is an entire operation that knows the predators have been coming for such a long time, have predator tech are so unprepared to fight a predator. I'm trying to think of other movies that have the same situation of you have the tech, but you're unprepared for the people you're trying to face, which I did like that was cool that when, Olivia Munn goes to Star Glazers. Uh, Star Glazers. That is yeah. the best name for it. I'll be call it Star Glazer. That's going to be the name it. of our donut shop. Yeah, we <laughs> sick. 
And, uh, you know, he, she enters the elevator and the guy's like, what was the line? Um, let's see if I, I wrote it down. Like, um, is this your imagination or is the mo- is the room stretching itself? And the guy's like, every time you do that, really? They use a fucking line from Disneyland. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Is that what I, that, bit, what, that bit was, was that directly actually, a reference to that? Yeah, it's from uh, the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Oh. When you go into the room, it, suppose, it lowers. The room doesn't lower. The ceiling goes up. And it no, gives the wall stretch like magic, right? Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And then it reveals the paintings as like the normal paintings. But now it shows the bottom of the paintings where people are dying in gruesome ways. Oh. Yeah, it's but a they, Disney reference. But I actually they had- did like... I will say every scene with Busey was actually kind of good. Oh, Jake Busey. The, oh, the Buseys are, they have a powerful line. The seed is the, strong. For the three scenes he's in, and then he gets shot or gutted somehow that we off, off air, like off screen. This is also oh. when they backdoored in uh, an Olivia Munn taking her clothes off scene because you just had to. <laughs> that was so silly that she got naked in that part. <laughs> she, got twi- she got naked going in and then got naked going out. I thought that was funny as shit because of the fact it's like you need to get naked to leave. No, no, you don't have to. Like, no, there's a predator hat coming at me. Nope, sorry, you have to get naked or uh, <laughs> you're gonna die one way or another. And then she what? brings it up later in the movie, and it just feels so random and out of place. She's like, "Oh yeah, he's caught me naked earlier and didn't do anything about it." That scene. Cool, cool story, Olivia Bunn. <laughs> That scene broke that the Mystery Science 3000 theater rule again. It reminded me of there's a scene in Prometheus where she's running away from the alien. And the quality of that movie is debatable. I, I think it's cool or whatever. But the quality of the action scene that I'm referencing is super cool when she has like the alien baby inside of her and she has to hide from the alien while getting the alien pulled out of her. Like, I think that was it was done before that. And it was way more tense and way more cool. And this movie made me think about that, which is unfortunate. I'm sorry. <laughs> And were these just like the rent-a-cop mercs that got hired to work for this organization? Why were like half of them overweight and so easily defeated by a bunch of like whack jobs on a bus to where they were just getting mowed down relentlessly? Because they're the cops. Yeah. And then also we're getting far in it. We're getting it. We're moving further away from it, but there was a handful of pretty sweet ass callbacks. And one of them, Olivia Munn did that I thought was pretty funny and cool because of this movie so cheesy was she like looks over the predator and calls a calls it a beautiful motherfucker yeah and I thought that was a it was a pretty heavy-handed callback but a, but a, yeah. a good callback nonetheless it was and then I don't know if you guys caught but in the uh the lab at Stargazer uh they have a display case containing artifacts from previous movies they had two masks from uh Predator 2 and uh, one from Alien versus Predator, which oh, will really? break down. I didn't catch that. Will break down when we uh, go into the Alien franchise. Uh, but they also have a retractable spear that was from Predator Two, and a shoulder blaster from AVP. All this tech, and they were just—they didn't reverse engineer it to make cooler tech. Nope, they just had it all on display. And a xenomorph tail too. So, uh, yeah, they had all that stuff. So let, let me paint a picture real quick for you guys. If you were in a room and a predator that for some reason you sedated but weren't keeping sedated started to wake up, 
Would you put any of your extremities near its mouth region? <laughs> no. No. Why, why did that gentleman try and, one, why anyone thought they could hold down a predator, I don't understand. But two, why you would think putting anything near its mouth was a good idea? Because that dude got fucking bit like an idiot. This is the first time that they, a predator has eaten people. Oh, yeah, God. The weird. big predator just eating that dude at the end of the movie was gross. Um, yeah, it's funny because like, for the cast they have, they have Sterling K. Brown for this is like when This Is Us started happening. So he got big. That's right. Off that, he's his character's Traeger, and dude, I don't know. That, he, that he, he was a, I feel like he, he played it too hard. He's an amazing actor. I've loved him. I mean, he was great in Hotel Artemis. Fucking almost everything I've seen him in, he's been great. What they gave him to do in this movie was just fucking atrocious. He also the random ass editing again in this movie would like just have sunglasses on. All the time, <laughs> out of nowhere, he's chewing gum constantly. Oh yeah, big like big chews. I thought it was tums, but then all <laughs> of a sudden it's like no, he's just chewing gum. It was just the nice product placement for Mentos gum. Oh, that's funny. And so he is this bit. He's he is the in the beginning. He's like the bad guy because he's trying to get information from Boyd's character Quinn. What do you see? This, this, this. And he's the guy that sounds like he's the one that's been talking with the predator in some shape or form. And then, you know, kidnaps, he kidnaps uh, the son. And then when they, it just blows my mind because he's supposed to be this big, tough, bad guy character, but then kills himself with the alien rifle, points it at himself and Ops himself on accident. Worst By death. Accident. Worst death in the entire franchise. I'm getting a little nervous to where you're gonna ask us to like rank the deaths in this movie because they're so unmemorable. Like there's not there's well, no big standouts. I have them written down, but <laughs> no, I have them you. like but I have them all like like I have all the main guys, but I you know I also was keeping track of like all the officers and the Star Glazer, all the scientists, all this and that. So there's a lot of that. Like um, three soldiers get their heads chopped in half because the predator shoots like a a cable across and they don't see it and they got chopped off. And then the heads just rolling around like balls. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So bing, fucking boom. cheesy. Then what's so, is there a part? Where they, I'm sorry. I'm trying to like bring back the callbacks they do. There's well, when do they say get to the chopper? It's it when they the see chopper the chopper part. It's after uh, Mun shoots herself in the foot. <laughs> All right. Because then you say you he, he, you hear him go get to the chopper, <laughs> and then you're like a helicopter, but in, but then they come out with motorcycles. Let's so, also uh-huh. not forget one of the worst scenes through this entire movie, where the predator pretty awesomely gets in the back of a troop transport and murders a bunch of people, <laughs> and then sticks a hand through with a thumbs up to signify everything is fine in the back. And then he takes like a deep breath. He's like, <sighs> like, what? Oh, like Keith, you compared this to a cheesy, like made for TV sci-fi movie. I've loved some cheesy sci-fi movie, 
Joe and I still have a line we repeat from one we watched back in college all the time of Baby Got Backup. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what the movie's called anymore, but... Nope, just know like, that line. I don't know, can, cop- we do, can we do that next for our next series, though? I like that line. <laughs> <laughs> a cop barges in, and it's like aliens taking over the world, and or college girls, and then like a cop barges in, it's like, Baby Got Backup, and we're like, what? <laughs> But this is an insult to say this is a made-for-TV movie because at least they know what they're doing is cheesy and bad. I don't think he was intentionally trying to be cheesy and bad. I think it's just flat-out bad. <laughs> what do you guys yeah. think? Sorry, go ahead, Keith. With no, response, no. Rebuttal. I got nothing. Go okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, rebuttal. Yeah. Um, What do you guys think of the idea for this movie that the Predators are trying to mutate themselves by using, like, the spinal cords of the the fluids from them, from the trophies? Instead of just having a trophy, now they're trying, let's use their DNA to mutate, try and get stronger, faster. That's a little bit what I was going to talk about. So uh, that's a fucking 10 out of 10 segue right there. Thank you. But, um, uh, yes, strong, powerful work. But um, I think uh, I hate it. It's uh, over-explaining. It's too much. It's like, why can't they just like be psychopath monsters that like to rip spines out? Like, they have to have a reason for it. In, in my notes, like, I can't remember y'all's opinion on Solo, but I remember that it was pretty cheesy how they explained why Han Solo's name was Solo in it because he was, like, alone, and I thought that was pretty dumb. But like, I don't need to know why they ripped the spines out. There could be a reason there, but I don't need to know it. I think it adds, like, it adds to the coolness of the predator if you don't know why they ripped the spines out. I don't care. Like, I think it's it's better as a mystery. But they're trying to like collect the genetics throughout the galaxy through the spinal cord fluid because they do fatalities on people. I think that's kind of silly. Like, this ties back to what I said earlier, where the lore that came from this movie was fucking garbage. Like, predators were badass. They were just terrible things that enjoyed hunting really bad people because that's how their culture was, and that's what they did. So, like, they were questionable. Like, they did, like, they didn't always kill, like, good people. They just kind of killed people who were bad. So, like, predators weren't good things, but they weren't awful things. And now suddenly we're just trying to make them into, like, trying to overthrow the galaxy monster villains like why? Nazis. that's like nazis they're nazis like, now <laughs> <laughs> like unless we're going to take this to like the civil war of some predators trying to maintain and then that but like even that i don't need that i just need predators showing up killing things in cool ways which yes. there wasn't enough of in this movie which again is why it sucks yeah, Predator 1 is essentially a perfect film. I'm going to use that phrase again, but yep. because of just how simple. It's like, there's nothing. There's nothing to it. It's just, there's a predator. we got to get rid of this predator. There's this predator doing all this predatoring. We hate it. we got to get rid of the predator. It's a perfect film to you, Keith, but you still gave it a four and a half. But also one thing I hate, don't like about this movie is they question why they call it a predator. Yeah. So they much. go on so much. They, they go on like a diatribe about well, a predator's being hunted, so it should be like a hunter or something. Well, no, just their like, thing was predators hunt their just hunt for like eating. They don't do it for sport. These are like big game hunters. Shut, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. How about that? Yeah, Shane, no, that was Shane, so silly. It's like Shane Black. You were part of the first movie. You should know why it's called Predator. 
It's like I almost think Shane Black like doesn't like Predator movies. Isn't that the feeling you get? Is that they like this movie felt like it didn't like Predator movies? No, I think it's it, I even though they say it's a uh, a sequel, it's supposed to be it, it's a reboot in some shape or fashion. They call it a soft reboot, like they're just trying to start nah. their own storyline within the universe that's nah. still established. Baby, uh, that's some that's some coward shit. Cowards. Also, since when do predators not kill indiscriminately? Like at one point, the predator shows up in front of the goofball troop and tells them to lower their weapons. I was oh, like, God. what the fuck is this bullshit? Predators don't do that. Predators kill things. Yeah, terrorists don't. Uh, <laughs> predators don't t- uh, negotiate with terrorists. We, we, we don't negotiate with predators. <laughs> we don't negotiate with predators. Like, yeah, because he picks up one of them and they all point their gun. And then he's like, lower, like, he waves his finger down, like, lower your gun. And then they shoot at him. It's like, he's trying to negotiate with you, but you're not going to let him. By the way, I, I was also, I, I, I'm, I'm not doing very good of, of uh, do, doing my justification here. But another thing, I, another thing I didn't like is the trans, translating predators. I don't want to know what they say. I, the I, human I translator? Yeah, I don't want to know. Good, yeah. Like, like I'm okay if like they built something in where they're like, oh, we figured out the language. Look at the computer to do it. But just putting subtitles, I was like, this is fucking dumb. I don't really care if he's staying yeah. track the ship. Just have him talk and don't tell me what it is. It would have been cool if they translated like four words or something from it. Like it took him a whole lot of effort to get like one little phrase. And I think like they could have used that as a whole like plot point, like a third act or something. Like, dude, the whole over explanation of McQuinn. What the fuck was the main character's last name? Uh, McKenna. McIver? It's McKenna. McKenna is Famous the name. best of you. <laughs> I will hunt him and take his spine. You all run now. I was like, wow, that was fucking awful. We <laughs> just tell everyone to run. Why are we doing this weird long diatribe from the predator? We don't need it because everybody knows the predator goes out to find the, the top warrior. And this movie is like, by the way, I'm going out for your top warrior McKinnon. So uh, yeah, deal with that. By the way, spoiler it's the fucking kid not the dad ha 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 fucking because the kid can understand predator i don't get it fucking garbage (laughs) like i thought the fucking terrible like serial killer plot twist was bad last time this was hot fucking garbage oh it was bad do you think predators go to like do you think predators go like planet to planet like collecting like alien kids on alien spectrums like (laughs) So he's so he's ego from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Like that's what the make, whole predator thing is: finding kid, finding galaxy children on the spectrum. Yeah, on like yeah, galaxy it's, spectrums. It's oh ego. It's ego from Marvel. They uh, one of the, the the thing that bugs me is like we we've, we've talked about it on the other Predator movies about how like how s- first one's plot is super simple, and so we go to here what. 21 years later after yeah no 31 years 31 1997 to 2018 no 87 the first one that's oh from the first one that's a lot of math that's a lot of math yeah i'm gonna say 31 it sounds right just be confident in it 1987 is 31 years ago yes well wait no yeah okay yeah we'll go with that oh no we're sticking with it we're sticking with it my hey, heart. We know we know maps <laughs> and math. Um, it's that plot was so simple. You know what I mean. But in this movie, 
they have Olivia Munn give the entire breakdown of the plot at one moment, and then Sterling Brown's character has to give the entire plot summary of what's happening, why the Predator's coming down. And I'm like, do we really need two times? Like, well, and the kid putting the mask on, seeing that the Predator's becoming mutated. So that's three times the movie that it gives us a plot summary during the movie, and it reminds me of, like, It's Always Sunny with Mac, who... Every time he watches a movie, he prefers if the movie would do that. So everybody would understand where we're at halfway through the movie. And I was just like, why? We don't need it. We know what's happening. Also, we blew by one thing that happened during the Halloween scene. So the kid put on the Predator mask as his Halloween mask. One, how did he make the backing to then wear that mask? That was weird. But then also, that kid killed a person. A yeah. terrible person oh, threw a can of food at the, the kid, kid on the spectrum. Yeah, and the, the kid mask has killed. killed someone. Oh, that's right. The kid just we're, killed somebody. We're yeah. like the douchey guys, like dumbass kid. And then <laughs> Chuck's like a can at him and then hits the helmet. Then the helmet shoots a laser and blows up the house and him. But it didn't and hit whoever, the mask. That actually hit the kid. That kid should be knocked out from getting hit in the hand with a goddamn can of beans. And then and then whoever else was in the house was murdered. So there could have been more than this one. Kid, does you that, ra- you does that guy point. deserve to die? <laughs> yeah. is, that, is that worth the death penalty? <laughs> so what what do you do, little boy? Well, that my helmet killed him because he threw a can of <laughs> baked beans at me. I like how we went from a can to a can of beans to a can of baked beans. It's baked beans. We've established something better in this movie than any part of this movie has established in the can of baked beans. Yeah, it doesn't. That just doesn't make sense. Oh. And then you know we also have uh, predator dogs now, and then so like the warthogs or whatever. But then one gets shot in the head, then he becomes the spectrum. <laughs> He does, you know, uh, and like he like he gets shot in the head, then he becomes a normal dog in a way. Loved Speaking it. of which, Loved where it. did Nebraska get the weird fucking cattle killing gun? I don't know. Do you think they got that from No Country for Old Men? That's like that was the, they got that from like there's like two scenes in No Country for Old Men where there's the cattle killer thing, and that's exactly where they got it from. I guarantee it. Huh. <laughs> also, those dogs look fucking terrible. The CG is somehow worse in this movie than eight years ago. Straight, I was, to, straight to TV sci-fi. I was more worried in the scene when the dogs come out. By the way, who let them out? When they're when the little boys petting the pit bull. I was thinking the pit bull was going to get murdered. Now I was more worried about the pit bull than I was <laughs> the kid. Also, especially, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I was saying, especially when uh, Big Predator shows up. High, hybrid predator shows up and after like the loonies drive away and then you see a split scene of like the dog running at them so i'm like are they gonna wait for the dog nope nothing to worry about the dog and then i'm like oh the big i thought the hybrid predator was going to murder the pit bull and then like so the main characters the characters we're supposed to care, care about and how just brutally they murder a ton of people before they go chase after the big predator or run away from the big predator. Like Olivia Munn blows someone up with a grenade. Because they were going to take her out. Yeah. Like Jesus, like these good characters are not good people. 
Also, how does Olivia Munn know how to do all of this? She's a biology professor. I hang on. <laughs> Clearly, uh, that's how you learn all this stuff. She got tenure. Now the the shot the scene that was cut was like the backstory of who she really was or supposed to be. But I just, I'm sure I can find that. I'm sure I can find that. Kevin Spacey out of the movie. (laughs) 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 Just. I'm getting more mad talking about this again, by the way, with just how bad it all is. Yeah, I mean, although, and then the heart, one of the heartbreaking, heartbreaking moments for me was they pretty shamelessly tried to recreate the, like, the really charming scene in Predator 1 inside the helicopter before they land when they're, like, they're playing the cool song. They're making all the good pussy eating jokes and pussy like big pussy jokes, and they could not recreate the charm. They could not like, they could not do it. And they tried so hard on the bus. And like, I, I swear, if you like put a gun to my head and gave me an hour, I could write like a a scene in a bus with like five loony like misfits. Group of misfits is what the they're called notes. the loonies. Yeah, loonies. If you gave me with five. With the cast of Loonies and those like actors, you could have had such a cool scene in that bus right there. It was heartbreaking. You, you know who we keep forgetting to talk about? The Game of Thrones character who was also in this movie because of how forgettable he was in this movie. I feel like his accent <laughs> changed multiple times. His dog shit accent. <laughs> Which in the, doesn't make any sense. How is this British person an ex-US like army person? Like what? Well, then he's they just, make a Lucky Charms joke at the, uh, towards so he's them. Irish? Hey, yeah, I guess he was supposed to be Irish or something. Again, how is he... Like, I get that anyone can really serve in the military and whatnot, but, like, it sounded like he grew up here, but he had that accent. But so, he was a redneck? I don't know. There were there was some scenes, I would say, with the loonies that I enjoyed-ish. The, the bus scene was pretty funny of Keegan uh, making do all the, you know... Uh, what's his name? Baxley's best, mom is you the know. best joke. Is mm-hmm. what's the difference between Baxley's mom? Oh and, yeah, or what? It was between five guys, five black guys, and something else. It was a good punchline. <laughs> well, it's because Baxley's mom can only take five black guys or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like her, his mom is uh, is rated E for everyone, or you know something. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. I like the. One of the kind of small scenes I liked with them was when Quinn is doing the raw, raw speech at his house saying, hey, I'm going to go find my son. And if you guys don't, you're all you guys are a bunch of pussies. You guys do whatever you want. And the guy that play uh, the Nettles character is like, I'm going. It's because he called me a pussy. (laughs) And I'm not I'm not I'm just going because he called me a pussy. That whole scene was weird too because why did his wife know his like kill count so readily off the top of her head? Like, I does w- her psychopathic ex-husband just tell her of all the people he's killed constantly? I wonder, I wonder if she's a former military That's, person. She was some shitty painter who no, didn't I care think- about her kid and didn't <laughs> wasn't a good mom. You can't you can't do both. I'm just it's, a bit, of, it's yeah. a bit of an issue with the whole Predator franchise is that there's a lot of like dumb American rah-rah like propaganda military warship in it. And I think that was 
the writer is speaking through her as a character to us as saying like, man, it's really cool that like my husband's really good at killing people. Like he's really good at it. That's what he's, he's good at doing. Is so there, I, I feel like the movies like really like take a shit on the U S military. Most of the times. I mean, like, yeah. It's just but, bad. It's, it's just bad. Keith. So <laughs> you have to make good points about why this movie is endearing. Let's see if, what do you guys think of this? So there was, there was early leaks to this movie that they filmed, but it had, it got cut out because it was leaked. So there's scenes uh, showing the loonies. And so what would happen was the loonies and an army of predators would come down and take on the hybrid. So once again, we get, we get multiple predators but they're teaming up with humans. But in this, uh, in the scenes, it's them uh, dressed in army camouflage gear and driving an armored personnel carriers spaceships. It, it doesn't sound good. No, so. no, it doesn't. Like more predators doesn't equal better. I think is that's not the solution. Uh, so yeah, that was the idea, and then they offered um, once again Schwarzenegger. Thank God he turned this down because he didn't get a big enough role. If Arnold was in this movie, I would be even madder that they ruined his character by having him in this movie. So, so uh, he was supposed to be. They asked him to do it. He declined. I guess he was up and willing to do Alien versus Predator, but he had he uh, he had to turn it down because he was elected governor. <laughs> All that stuff, and he gave the same, and he, <laughs> and he gave the same reason why for uh, predators. The third one. I don't even want to talk about the ending of this movie because it's so bad. I just want to be done with this and just move on. <laughs> Let yeah, me see I, if I got anything else in mind. And they kept uh, calling it a predator the whole time, and that pissed me off too. You're ruining the predator name. Stop it. <laughs> You know what? One thing you don't do when a predator is chasing you: run in the forest. Yeah, that's a bad yeah, call. Predators love forests. Oh, hey, we're not. Uh, we haven't talked about the climate change plot twist there. Oh that, God, that fucking the, heavy-handed shit. That's like that's like the solution. That was like there was about a five-year period there after uh, Inconvenient Truth came out, where like that was the solution to every single bad guy. Like every single bad guy is a goddamn environmentalist. Like Thanos <laughs> is a fucking environmentalist. He wants to kill half the people. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like they don't even need to come kill us. As if that was the reason predators have been coming here was to slowly whittle us down to take over our planet. Yeah, because for some warm. weird big retcon. <laughs> it's like they don't even need to come get us. We're gonna kill ourselves in what a generation, two generations. Like, all right, dude, fucking calm down. It's not gonna happen that quickly. Yeah, we're gonna kill ourselves, but it's gonna take some time. Yeah, give us two or three generations. But like the yeah, the climate change thing's lazy. It's like it's it's been it's it's important to forget this movie didn't come out that long ago. Like 2018 by by the time 2018 came around, like there had been plenty of of that. There been there been plenty of that story. It's also a very big misunderstanding of what will happen with climate change because they're just like, we're going to make the planet hotter and that's what they like. It's like, no, like you understand that what we're going to do is melt the ice caps. It's going to raise the water and it's going to cause an ice age, right? Like you understand 
That's how planetary fucking change works. That's why it's climate change, not global warming, assholes. No, Shane, Shane Black watched Inconvenient Truth and he saw that the global temperature is going to rise by 2.75 degrees Celsius on average. And he's like, yo, predators love 2.75 degrees <laughs> than it is now. <laughs> they eat that uh, shit up. Also, by the way, also at Star Glazer, also uh, the idea for Schwarzenegger's cameo was going to be him flying in in a helicopter at the end. And then... <laughs> That, get, that was going get, to that, get in the helicopter. <laughs> it was going to set up a sequel. But Thank God, so, we're not. But, they were going to make a trilogy out of this bullshit. Yeah, that was Schwarz- the original plan. Was to give Black a trilogy. But Schwarzenegger turned it down because he didn't want just a cameo. He wanted a more. Uh, Damn thing. right, Arnold. Arnold should get a huge role. Also, by the way, the predator in the poster is the predator from the Predators. So they don't have the right predator on like their own. Uh, oh, fucking cool. Uh, also, uh, in my uh, trying to keep up with when the predator is shown on TV, um, he was shown up at six minutes and 40 seconds in this movie, like a glimpse of him. So we went from like an hour 20 in an hour 40 movie to six minutes in. Yeah, Shane Black hates the predator. But I mean, I haven't seen... I haven't seen Alien vs. Predator in probably, I don't know, 10 years or so. So when but, it came out, because I saw it in theaters when it came out. That's a lot but, of time I saw. Yeah, but Alien vs. Predator is probably the best Predator sequel, if you're, if you're willing to like humor my argument. I would probably, <laughs> I would probably agree. I remember liking AVP. It was so very I good. Not, I did not was, see AVP 2, which I heard is not good, but... Yeah. And I will enjoy watching those when we get to the Alien yeah, oh yeah. franchise at some point. The I much think, better franchise. <laughs> I think they beat the Predator, the hybrid Predator in this movie by fluke. Oh, God, that final fight sequence was so fucking just Because the loonies get on the ship, on the spaceship, and it flies away, and the, he puts the shield on of the ship, and the Quinn character slides under, so he's under, the, under it. Uh, Nebraska sacrifices himself to try to bring down the uh, ship and we have the big battle force fight scene which I think it's the worst of them all hey you're forgetting the point where Nettles just stands there as the shield slowly comes yeah. on him and, and cuts so, his knees off and so instead of like parkouring or something over he just yeah get, lets what? himself not even parkour the thing was like a foot off of the ship just jump just he jump did- dude he lieutenant Dan himself and and can we talk to the nebraska killing himself scene real quick so this is a spaceship it flies in space now i'm not i don't work for nasa i don't understand the all inner workings of space but i'm pretty sure that it's a vacuum so there's a lack of oxygen yeah so why is the predator spaceship have a giant air turbine engine <laughs> I don't know. The that answer whole, to that whole spaceship yes. sequence. That whole spaceship sequence was wildly forgettable. I think you can tell that by like how long it took it us to, to get to that like conversation point. And like I didn't like the shield I didn't like the Predator Shield technology. Like why can you just walk on it? Like wh- and like why can you be captured in it? Like a, like it's like an extra bubble and it just like comes around and hovers above the ship and cuts people's legs off. It felt very silly. Yeah. I, I just think they fluke beat the alien because 
the kid uses the spaceship as a slip and slide and accidentally presses the shield, which cuts off one of the arms. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it's just like, he, they're not even beating him by like true no, they grit or anything. It's just, oh, you won because uh, the kid uses, uh, chops off his arm. Then they use his own spear that's attached the, uh, off the arm to kill him. I will say the one thing they did right at the end fight is someone finally double tapped a predator instead of just standing over it, waiting for it to wake up and kill you again. It's because of the spectrum dog they have. (laughs) (laughs) They shot it once and then it became part of the spectrum. And then they're like, we should uh, double tap from now on. We did go past the best, the only great scene in the whole movie when poor Thomas J and Keegan-Michael Key Valiantly sacrifice themselves to bring the predator into a trap, get just brutalized. Yeah, James up in a tree, just fucking stuck on it. Key's been like gutted, and they just finally realize their love for one another and not can't go through watching each other in such pain. So they shoot each other in the face. Yeah, that was some good, like dudes just being dudes and loving each other energy right there. That was, I appreciated that. I was like, so taken aback by that whole scene because I'm like, that was actually really good and touching. That does not belong in this movie. There was no words. I, I liked that they didn't like agree to shoot each other. They just did it. <laughs> I think they got screwed in the end because of the fact that they um they got sacrificed in a way. Like we oh. need a bait. You two, boom, bait. Yeah, no, that that was bullshit. So honestly, like we'll get to it because we do the rankings at the end. But this guy was the worst leader of any of them. Boyd, right? Yes. He literally yep. got his original team killed, got an entire Starglazer team killed, and his new team completely killed. Yeah. Worst the true, leader of anyone. He's the true predator. <laughs> <laughs> like, at yeah. least at least Adrian Brody's character didn't, like, hide the fact he's a terrible human being and didn't, kill if, didn't care if other people got killed. This dude was just a, a bad leader who led people who were like broken psychologically to fight a predator. What? Yeah. And like, he's a fucking like special operative sniper. Like we're supposed to worship this guy. I think he's out there killing nice people. Like, I don't know. He's, he's not, he just, he was so uncharming. And I, I said it earlier. He's just plain, plain. There was nothing, nothing stuck out. He was a straight to sci-fi TV good guy. He was just a piece of white bread with butter on him. Like that's that's it. I will give him when he killed that guy with the trank gun. I thought that was cool. What are you gonna do? Kill me with a trank gun? Shot yeah. to the eye. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was like, holy up. shit! God damn! <laughs> Did that guy need to die? <laughs> no, he just shot him in the face with a trank gun. <laughs> Did a part of you wish? That the special package that was in that thing was going to be Adrian Brody because I did. I was uh, like, Adrian Brody's going to be the predator killer. It's going to be sweet, and then it <laughs> then it wasn't sweet. Then it was really stupid and bad. Just a, just a suit. <laughs> so oh, no. I, I I mean we'll get to our star ratings later, but we talked about the dog a little bit ago. The lobotomized dog bumped this star rating up for me. Oh about Jesus! Half, half a star. Half a, a fucking star. course it did. <laughs> I love this. 13 out of 10 would would pet that pupper. (laughs) 
They, that, so, was, that was weird too, where Olivia Munn was like, I love this dog. No one kill my dog. I'm going to keep putting my dog in situations where the dog's going to die now. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole like third scene in the movie was supposed to take place in daylight, but since they hated it, they did all the reshoots to make it <laughs> what it is. I want to know. I want to see what the original ending was supposed to be. Like what was so bad that they went to this instead? So there was some scenes filmed, but well, supposedly they'd shot the entire ending and had to completely redo it. Release so, the release the black cut. Release the black cut. <laughs> so the, there's two scrapped uh, scrapped alternate alternate endings that were filmed to tie in the Alien franchises. Mm. That there was a, a cryotosis pod that opens, and that will have Ellen Ripley in it. And then another one would have a adult newt from the an, aliens. An adult newt. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> However, it wouldn't Isn't make sense. Isn't aliens in the future? 2179. So, <laughs> what? You can make that work in this universe, I think. Can you? They have time travel? Maybe not backwards, but they can. They got cryo. They got cryo. Which makes you go backwards how? It doesn't. I'm just. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm. I'm. I'm reaching here. I'm reaching. I'm trying. They, they filmed it and they had a stunt woman like play the roles of both women. However, to be like they have the oxygen breathing masks on, so you couldn't tell who's who. It was just have like the name on it or something, like a name on the <sighs> the pod. So let's talk about the ending. Ending of how bullshit this. And I'll tell you guys this, I saw this scene about like three weeks ago because it was on TV and I'm like, where are we at in the end? Like, where are we at? <laughs> and I watched it and I went, what? <laughs> because the little boy now works for Starglazer. Without his mother, by the way. Yeah, so Apparently he there. just works there on his own with no real adult supervision. They're just getting that- free labor out of this kid. Oh, yeah. Then they have... Um, it's an internship. <laughs> the dad, the act, the boy, the Quinn character shows up, and I feel like they shot this like four months later because he looks like bigger than he did from the fight scenes. And like, what's going on, Doc? And it's like, oh, we have a package here, and it's from the what the alien, what the predator was bringing down to uh, Earth. And then the pod starts to talk to the kid. As the what's in the pod is what they call a predator killer. Oh yeah. And then like a not not the main hero of the movie, a scientist that is around it is around it, and then the predator killer s- suit latches onto the scientist, not the hero of the movie, and it shows off that it's a complete like suit to go alien uh, to go predator hunting. What? Dude, in that final fucking line of what is that thing? That's my new suit, Doc. I'm like, fuck you. Get the fuck you and everything about this movie. Fuck anything and everything about this fucking movie. Also, where was Olivia Munn? Why was Olivia Munn cut out of the ending? So I'm literally sitting here. I hopped on my phone because we started talking about the ending of the movie and I realized that I watched this movie I watched the ending attentively. I had a pen and pad in my hand. 
and I like barely remember what the fuck happened, and like I cared that because he goes like, I hope. It, I, <laughs> he's like, I hope they have a size forty-two in length or something. Ugh. Like the end scene like, forty-two or something. Oh my god. Oh, I was. Oh, I was so mad at the ending. I'm mad now. Like Predator does not need the fucking Kevin Feige treatment. It doesn't need to have like intrigue at the end of each. You could just like, like you can treat the Predator as a badass enough, like creature as an enemy to where you can, you can write a cool movie involving this thing. And you don't need to have like end credit scenes. You don't need to have like Thor winking at you at the end of the credits. Like it's, it's so unnecessary. Also, like, at no point have predators like actually threatened the sanctity of our planet. Like, I get, I know that they hogtied that into this movie. That for some reason now the predators are coming for our planet for some reason. But like, we didn't. Like, predators just came to fight badass people because they're badass. Like, why did what? What are we doing? Why do we make this weird convoluted storyline now? Yeah, who? It's like they're putting. They're, the. I think like Marvel, Mar- the MCU melted their brains. So they like need to try to like, they want to build like a predator extended universe and you don't need to work that. You, you just don't need to work that hard at it. I think it's, it should be simpler. Like legitimately be. no predator movie has to actually connect. Like you want, like just make references back to, Oh, this is just like so-and-so when so-and-so happened. Like the thing in predators, like that worked where she was just like, I read a report about these things. Like, yes, that's all. That's the only connection you need between the movies. Perfect. Otherwise, you just have a predator show up fighting people, and it's awesome. Like they could have just had like Jake Busey's kid, like being Jake like Gary Busey's character son in this, and just had that, and just like like I think the Star Glazer stuff was kind of cool. Like I think that was kind of neat. That makes sense. It just yeah. why was the organization so shitty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not very good at their job. So I'm just like keep it simple, Shane. As Ricky said earlier, that the there it was an idea to do a trilogy and do two sequels with Shane Black directing them. However, when twenty one twenty uh, first century Fox took uh, got sold out to Disney, that put in the question. However, in twenty nineteen, the uh, director of the Loki series, Dan Trenchenberg, <laughs> announced that they're developing a fifth film called Skulls. It's a prequel. To the all civil, of the movies. To, from the Civil War with, uh, I can't remember which tribe it was now. but it's Kamache. Like, yes, a female Kamachi is going to be the main protagonist. So Key's going to hate it because it's a strong female protagonist. Hey, we're not, we're not, we're not building this theme on movie experts. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so yeah, I mean, there, it's Predator, so I'm going to watch it and probably hate it. Like every Predator since Predator, but... <laughs> So, sounds like we love this movie, but let's talk about the kill. Let's talk about the uh, death scenes here. And how, what do you guys think was the better one? Uh, we have uh, out the Theon Greyjoy just getting his arm blown off. Yeah, you never really see him uh, die, actually. <laughs> boring. <laughs> uh, Thomas Jane and Keegan getting... Impaled and gutted, and then offing each other. Best uh, one in this movie. Yep. Nettles getting uh, Lieutenant Dan. Fucking idiotic and made no sense. 
than uh, Nebraska shooting, getting himself. Uh, I mean, it was awesome engine. and courageous. It just made no sense why a spaceship had an air turbine engine. <laughs> Stop! Don't don't think that hard. <laughs> That's not even thinking that hard. That's borderline. Just what? Just take this movie in like nice soft scrambled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Yeah, if the eggs had gone rancid a week ago. (laughs) Is there any memorable death scenes here? I got one, I got one, I got one, I got one. Okay. Uh, Pupper number two that didn't make it. Rest in peace, Pupper number two. When uh, they blasted that fool with the grenade in its mouth, that was pretty sick. I mean, the CG looked like shit, yeah, but like when they pushed it. How did he swallow it and get in his stomach so quickly? It was video games. That's video games. They did video game logic right there. It's like when they. Uh, it's like it was like in. It's like in Doom when you throw the grenades at the, the hovering balls. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the best death in this movie, obviously, was when the big predator killed the little predator and ripped his fucking skull and uh, punched him. That's like straight punched out. him. Yeah. Like okay. that's probably good. I've got my favorite death. Hold on. I'm. I'm. I've, I've got to interrupt you. It, the, the, my favorite death didn't happen. It's where they rip that kid's spine out to get his uh, magical, like, spectrum spinal fluid to oh, increase Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> In the future, when they finally got him, they got the best warrior on all the planet, Spectrum McKinnon. McKinnon. Uh, Whatever. I have, I have to say, I am a... I am not a huge fan of when these type of action movies have to involve a kid. Like, why... Yeah. What's the point, and why are you leaning it towards kids? Are you trying to make this kid friendly somehow? No, you're not. It doesn't make any sense to have a killing machine chase a child. Like, it can kind of make sense if you're trying to, like, make the main protagonist, like, that family connection type thing. But at no point did I get any connection between Boyd and his son. Like, he had no connection to his actual child. He hated his ex-wife too. <laughs> Hell, in in Alien versus Predator two, a child gets murdered within the first five minutes of the movie. The hunting. Yeah, this they, they got the kid from the room, the, the the Brie Larson movie, which is dope and pretty good. He was good in it. Uh, Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but just child actors inherently suck. So you got You got to like. I don't think Shane Black has the skill as a director to like handle child actors i, mean, I don't he think he has the skill or apparently <laughs> the decorum to be anything yeah like he's not fucking james cameron handling the newt <laughs> like the, the newt was great like he can't i mean like, let's again not glaze over the fact this man Star glaze hired, hired his friend a convicted child molester high like the dude was arrested for propositioning a 14-year-old and gave him a job on set to hit on Olivia Munn. Ew. Yeah, this, uh, I mean, pure, uh, pure satire, but Shane Black is a Hollywood scumbag. He's probably a, he's probably a child predator, too. Parody, parody, that's parody. He, he hasn't made any movies <laughs> since, I think he's making another one, but he hasn't made one since Predator 2, Pre- the, the Predator. He doesn't deserve to. He should never do anything ever again. He made me hate Predators in this movie. I was mad and wanted it to be done and to never watch Predator again. I was so mad about this movie. That's not true. I'll go back and watch any of the first three. They're actually kind of enjoyable and fun. This makes me want to watch the third one again. 
That's how bad it is. I'd ra- you'd yeah. rather watch that one again. Yes. What and what's crazy about this is this movie. We'll break down the uh, gross here. I think it's made the most. It has, is what I read. Mainly because of international. Yeah, yeah. what's those numbers? All right, so the budget was $88 million for this one. The gross for, for the United States domestic was only $51 million. It only made like 20-ish in its first three weeks or something. Like, it really underperformed. Internationally, it got 109 million, and then so combined worldwide, 160 million. Dude, fucking China eats up these type of movies. Like the Transformers <laughs> franchise exists because of China. Like they That'd just really idea. love these random, like big fight type movies. Like they really take those in. Yeah, this movie came out in uh, for the weekend of September 14th, 2018. It was delayed four times. So let me break down the box office for that weekend. Uh, number ten in its fiftieth week, Mission Imp- with f- six hundred thousand, Mission Impossible Fallout. The movie's the movie rocked. Uh, I love Mission Impossible and can't wait to do that franchise. In yeah, the first they're week, all they're all good. Two uh, movie. Good. I've never seen one or never any of them. Really? Uh, <gasps> fuck. Uh, uh, in the first, back. coming in at number nine in its first week with 817,000, a movie called Unbroken Unbro- Path to Redemption. Sounds like a uh, one of those movies. Uh, coming in at number eight in its 22nd week with one million, Searching. I don't John think- Ch- it's the one with John Chow, and it's like based off all on webcam and Zoom, him trying to find his missing daughter and. Never oh, seen it, but okay. I, I'm like these were so recent. I should remember them better. Uh, number seven, and it's 36 week with one million and some change. Still wanting to watch it. The Meg. Oh, the Unbroken Path to Redemption is a Christian drama film. So that's what I thought. Probably why we don't know about it. Does, I'm, does sure, it have, I'm sure. The, does, I'm sure the Meg is better. The Meg is very good. Does it have Kurt Cameron in it? It does not show him God. as starring. Ah. Uh? No, it's got Gary ah, Cole, damn. which might be the only name that sounds familiar. Um, number six in its eighth week with 1.7 million peppermint. <laughs> that movie sucks. That sounds familiar. Very Jennifer racist. Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> Very racist. Oh, yeah, that's 30. her. Like, her family gets killed and she goes on a rampage. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five in its 31st week with 2.5 crazy rich Asians. I love that movie, actually. Yeah, it's good. a... It's a really good uh, rom-com. Never oh, seen yeah. it. Solid. Uh, number four in its first week with 3.4 million, White Boy Rick. I made a movie? Yes, you did. Number three with Wait, is that, the, is that the UFC movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? No. White Boy, <laughs> White Boy Rick is the movie with Matthew McConaughey. As it's like the drug, being a drug lord. And, I've seen that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Talking about Crazy Rich Agents just one more time, the main male protagonist, very hot in that movie. He is a oh, very yeah. hot man. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Never seen in that movie. You should, Coming, a, if you like a rom-com, it's a really top-notch rom-com. Oh, I own it. I blind bought it for the producer, and she still hasn't watched it. So you, you guys, it's a really top-notch rom-com. Nah. Coming in at number three in its eighth week, this is what Keith is, un, The Nun. The Nun? Love that movie. It's a horror film. 
No, like off uh, the um it's from the it's from the conjuring, conjuring universe. universe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. God, I'm gonna be real mad if Keith makes us watch the Conjuring universe. Ooh, there's a lot. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I don't do well in the I don't do well with those movies. <laughs> if we do if we do the Conjuring universe, it should just be the Conjuring. There's three of them. Don't talk about things you don't understand. Shut up. God damn. <laughs> Coming in at number two in its first week with 5.9 million, a simple favor. The Mandy Moore. That sounds like a Mandy Moore movie. Don't, don't, like don't correct me. It's a Mandy Moore movie. <laughs> <Got> <laughs> so since I didn't say the movie, coming at number one in its first week with 10 million, The Predator. Wow, Look, they were it's sure. not a Mandy Moore movie. Don't break his heart. It's an Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively movie. So yeah, oh, it's Mandy Moore okay, movie. I know which one that is. <laughs> All right, I know which one that one is. A black comedy crime thriller. Yeah, okay. no, I don't think there's comedy in it. So let's go to our ratings. So let's start with IMDb. IMDb, I think I believe this is the lowest of them all. As they got a five point three, too high. It is, yeah, it is the lowest because um, the Predators got a six point four. Uh, Rotten Tomato gay all critics gave it thirty three percent rotten with two hundred ninety reviews, too high. Top critics with fifty six reviews gave it thirty percent, still too high. And the audience gave it thirty three percent, still too high. So, guys, what do you rank out of five? I think Keith should go first because I want to get mad about what Keith wants to, is going to say. I want to hear right. what he has to say hey, for so this movie. Before we get to there, I got to do my uh, oh, my yeah, traditional uh, my my Roger Ebert. Uh, rest in peace, Roger Ebert. He wasn't alive, unfortunately, to review this movie. So, um, uh, Brian Telerico, September 14, twenty eighteen, reviewed this movie, and I'll just give you the first couple sentences here. By the way, they gave it three out of four stars. That's which is, fucking atrocious. Which is something. That's something. I, uh, me and me and Brian there. Me, Brian's my boy here. Shane Black's The Predator is a fun, brutal fighting machine that wastes no time getting down to business. Not unlike its title character, it's not big on wasted dialogue or too many attempts at meta humor. Playing both like an homage slash throwback film to the action eighties and something that feels new and fresh. Well, thanks, Brian. Had, had that man actually ever seen an action movie from the eighties or at all? No, that's uh, that reads like a, that reads like a Gen Z writer. I don't, this movie. Okay. 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 This movie sucked. <laughs> I've got a note. Uh, this says the, like the, the, like the, like the visuals and the camera work are uh, reminiscent of sci-fi straight to TV. And uh, it just like visually looks cheap. The sound we is bad. We the didn't CGs. talk about that enough. Is that how bad this movie looks? Like it oh, looks yeah. like TV. It does look like TV. It looks like TV. But is this movie was very bad. And I'm going to I think it's important to we're, we've reached the end here, so I think it's important to talk like broadly and Predators was better, but it was less fun. Because it was a little bit better, but not good. So I'm going to give this movie two stars. The same number of stars as Predators. And Predator 2. And Predator 2. 2, 2, 2. However, this movie is inferior to Predators 
Uh, sorry, excuse me. Superior to Predators because it's worse and dumber. I appreciate the dumbness in this movie. So okay, I've I've tried to like I was hoping to come up with a more like well thought out like smart ex- way to explain that over the last uh, whatever eighty minutes however long we've been talking. And you failed, young Skywalker. Oh, I failed. I failed. But a note here: as I was a couple beers. Actually, no, correct that. Margaritas into my watching. <laughs> <laughs> I said, seems to be going for 80s vibe, period. Kind of cool, IDK. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie uh, this movie sucked. The acting was bad. It had the vibe of a straight to, straight to TV, straight to DVD, like, movie about marsh spiders or something that'd be on sci-fi. But... Because of that, I like it more than Predators, but two stars. Two stars. Bonkers. Just flat-out bonkers <laughs> to give that piece of trap To say this movie is on the same level as Predator 2 or Predators is bonkers to me. I know. If anything, I'm regretting giving Predator 2 such a low score because Predator 2 is way better than this one. And it's Predator 2 is also better than Predators in my mind. Mm. I disagree with that. Oh, yeah. but we're I mean, beyond that's, that a, that's a debate point, but yeah, that's, that's this that's, movie that's, was hot garbage has <laughs> no real redeeming qualities to it. Even with the cast that I think we talked about through most of the movies, you kind of want the B and C level cast. It makes the predators movies better. The casting was great, but the cinematography was awful. The writing was awful. The roles given to these characters were awful. Go watch anything they're in. Watch Olivia Munn in Newsroom. Great. Watch the guy who played Traeger and literally anything else he's in. Great. Like, go watch that stuff because this gets half a star from me. And that is it. I never want to watch this thing again. That's a cool rating. I'm jealous. (laughs) You could have done that. No, it's too late now. I couldn't have. I'm not, uh, I'm not the theoretical predator spinoff. I can't time tram- travel backwards. That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for me, I will kind of split it in a way. I'll give it one and a half. I'll be generous. Cause there were some parts of the movie that I kind of, and I chuckled, but one and a half will be mine. So, coming in for our overall ratings on the Predator franchise. The Predator comes in at the bottom at 1.3. Predator 2 comes in second at 2 stars. Predators comes in at 2.3. And Predator had a final rating between the three of us at 4.4 stars. (laughs) The overall rating for the Predator franchise comes in at 2.5 stars. Jesus. That's an F. That's an F. (laughs) That, Which, that's like that's like you know the first one's really good but then it just takes that drop and it's just like oh jesus like, i'm gonna keep a track of our overall movie ratings predator is probably gonna be like a top 10 overall movie rating <laughs> we're never gonna have like that across the board love for a movie but as a franchise it is never gonna crack one of our most loved franchises just yeah. because of how bad it gets after the first one yeah like yeah, Predator One is so goddamn perfect. It's unfortunate. Like it's a perfect movie to you, but you still give it four and three quarters. He I says don't know. nearly perfect. No, I it, looking like I'm. 
I'm, I'm growing up as a person and a critic right oh, now. Oh, here we go. But says the man I who just gave the predator two stars. I know, I know, I stand by that. All of, I'll die. <laughs> I'll die on that hill. This movie, I appreciate. Like this movie's stupider than Predators. That's why it like balanced. That's why it balanced out. <laughs> well, like, I mean, in my opinion, obviously. And I love I love the fact that we don't all agree on things. It'd be really boring if we all had the exact same opinion on the movies. That's why we do all three of us. It makes it more fun and interesting to have differentiated opinions and talk. Yeah, y'all are wrong. I'm right. <laughs> first of all, checks out. Checks out. First of all, the man who loved a rapist from the third one. Yeah. <laughs> is never right. Checks out, folks. So let's rank. Let's go to the ranking, and uh, let's rank that hero. Where does he fall on the list? Oh, Jesus. He's four for me. Oh, but easily. He got two groups of people killed in this movie. No, I take uh, that back. Three <laughs> groups of people killed in this movie. Yeah, this, so, he, and this guy reminded me of eating, like, eating too much bread with, without any water. Like, he was just so, there was nothing there. Also, was, couldn't the hard argument be made that he's not the leader in this movie? Nebraska is, and Nebraska just drags everyone else <laughs> along behind this guy. N- Nebraska's the leader of the loonies, but yeah. Also, Joe, you only ever look for the main protagonists and who might have played them. Did you see who was also potentially supposed to be in this movie? No. And I'll let you guess what role you think he would have played. 50 Cent was originally supposed to be in this movie. Nebraska. Yep, because I got a guy who looks almost like him. My God. Checks out. So for me, in the heroes, it's Arnold, Danny, Brody, and then this guy. Yep. Yeah, that one's easy. This guy's nothing. It's the same. Yeah. I'll happily shit on this movie, but I'm going to keep it at two stars. (laughs) <laughs> okay so what about the villain what how where does this hybrid predator land on the, your list of predators i hate him i hate everything about him he's the worst for me because this movie's awful and i hate it he's four so i go two one three four one two three four god damn it you it switched was... you were originally the second predator oh damn it you're right no 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 Predator 2 had a plan. Predator 1 was just uh, killing people. Yeah, so 2 1, 2 1, 3 4 is the rating. This Predator was just, he just got his ass beat by a bigger Predator, and that was his crowning, that was the crowning achievement. (laughs) So, uh, for me, it's four. So I go 1, 2, 3, 4 on the list of Predators. Uh, So, guys, where where does the Predators rank? For the movies. The worst. By far. (laughs) My final sequence will be one, three, two, four. And it's like one, very high up, very large step down towards Predators, slightly smaller step down towards Predator 2. Very large basement that I locked (laughs) up, will never open again, and think about burning down at four. Okay. I'm going to go, uh, yeah, Predator 1, clearly, uh, essentially a perfect film. Predator 2 was wacky, but kind of rad. Predator uh, 4, this one, is my uh, my next movie. So dumb. It's so bad that it, it, like, it's so bad that it made the cut. 
it's like I I like bad I like bad things sometimes. So Predator, my reasoning is that Predators was just such a depressing slog. Like I didn't like any of the characters. It was just I, I knew they were all gonna die. It was depressing. So that's my reasoning here. Once again, it's a Predator movie. Everyone always dies besides one to two. I will say I'm surprised that the gang it took them that long. Like I for a split second I thought they were going to survive. Right? All of them I was- were. I was real mad about that fact too. I'm like, if these motherfuckers survive this movie, that's some bullshit. And then they killed them all like within five minutes. Uh, for me, it's one, two, three, four in that order. For the movie's sake. Let's see. So, uh, I, I, I don't want to steal your thunder there. And I'm, I'm sorry if you're going there already, but uh, do you guys have any big takeaways from the predator as a series? Like, is there any like uh, emotions you're feeling? Like knowledge you've gained for, for that's real deep for Predator, but I'll yeah, I, try I to would do say that. I I would say for me it just for me the Predator franchise as a whole is a well we could have done that but we missed it. Besides the first movie, of after that it's well this isn't a good idea let's try it out ah, and we missed it. Yeah, you yeah. know. What? That's a hundred percent what it is. Joe has nailed like it, it right on the head. It is a great lore builder. There is something there that could just be fucking amazing. Like I kind of wish it would go to like a Netflix or an HBO and let's do like a whole actual series where we don't even see the predator until like the seventh episode or something. something I like that idea. Yeah, if you could do like I a need monster something more of the fleshed week. out. Yeah. But yeah, like there's something there. It could, I mean, not the fourth one. There's nothing there. <laughs> but, like, in the franchise, like, it could have been a mega franchise. And they just missed time and time again after that first one. With the Predator, the franchise missed a lot, but it's just the, the pop culture of the Predator itself, the alien, is in the sci-fi history of being one of the you know better villains, however, the movies itself don't. It's lived on almost a hundred percent because of great comic books and getting attached to the Alien franchise, the much superior franchise. <laughs> yeah, Keith, no, that's what about you? So I think that look like going through this process i kind of i i don't regret anymore like accidentally picking this series for us <laughs> no i mean i loved doing it it was a lot yeah. of like also i hadn't seen any of these movies before like nice. i knew predator i had seen bits and pieces of essentially the first two the yeah this was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun watching yeah. the Predator franchise. It was uh, good. These like especially Predator, especially Predator One, reminded me of how like cool the simple action movie genre can be. Like, uh, if you God damn it, Swellens. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good noise. It was a ding. Hey, that's a good point. That was me getting a tally <laughs> point for a good a good good noise. But no, this uh, <laughs> that was very good timing. No, um, this uh reminds me how cool the simple action movie genre is. It reminded me of like kind of speed does the same thing. Like I've never seen commando, but alien uh, predator one made me want to go watch commando. Like, I think just the, like the simple, like there's a problem that we need to solve. This person can solve this problem. Movie genre is really cool. And it made me further appreciate that. Like 
Reminds me why John Wick is so goddamn good. It's like the same it's movie. The same movie. Even as it got a lot more convoluted through the future yeah. movies, I'm still like, it's, I mean, they're not going too deep and it's lovable. Mm-hmm. It's simple. Just, it's just all give me, simple. Give me badass fight sequences. It's all I need. Yeah. So this brings an end to the Predator franchise. And that was what Keith picked that he forgets. I'm <laughs> picking next. And mine is a weird trilogy as all three movies just have like a couple things that are in common with each other. But for that reason, we will be doing the three flavors Cornetto trilogy. So that's Shaun of the dead, hot fuzz and the world's end all directed by Edgar Wright, starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. I'm excited because I've been wanting to watch these movies for a while now. I love the, I mean, I love the first two. I've not seen world's end. So this will be my first watching of the world's end. Um, I'm excited. These are great movies. They'll be fun to talk about because there's a lot to them. Um, Clearly we're not like we're a franchise podcast, but like it's a wibbly wobbly franchise podcast. Like Mm -hmm. if someone directed three movies that were kind of cool, we'll do that. If, like, it's the same guy just in these three different movies. Like, it, we're not sticking to a hardcore plot point here. Yes, sir. Oh, I think it's a very fair thing to pick. They're all, they all have the same. Like, isn't there some sort of, like, fan theory about how they're connected? I'm pretty sure there is. But, like, well, they I all think play different, there is. They all play different characters, though. But, yeah, they, I mean, they could be in the same universe. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at. So, like, well, my experience. Which, my ex- which is why. Yeah, my, my experience with these movies is that they've all they're all like it's they're all it's it's a very they're all delightful i think that's a good word for them they all feel very fun to watch like i've got an order in my head right now of how i think they rank i'm not going to say it out loud but i'm excited to see if it lines up so we all have to i mean usually we all do typically have a beer in hand when we're doing this but we have to have a like actual pint glass in hand for the next one right because yes we have to have a pint go to the pub and wait for it all to blow over Oh, especially for World's End, we're gonna have to have some like weird yes. traditional, ang- some weird traditional English beer, some like Smithwick's Smithics or something. So yeah, I I know everybody's excited for this because it's out of the out of the ordinary way for a trilogy or a franchise type thing. But when you when you think like as you're saying, Rick, how they're out of the how we're not flipping and we're not sticking to just a franchise. When people think of Shaun of the Dead. They also think of Hot Fuzz and The World's End because they all, you know, in, uh, interwine with each other. Yeah. It, I mean, we're just having fun, and they're close enough to be fun. So that's what yes, we're going to do. And you can buy them in a pack together in 4K. So clearly they go together. <laughs> As I did. And, it, and this Amazon told me while we were recording, my package has arrived. So I have my movies to watch now. Well, hopefully he's, uh, hopefully he's large. Moving forward with uh with uh, moving forward with fake movie experts, I'd like to somehow fold in star glazing to our star ratings <laughs> from now on. Your five star glazing. No. Yeah, how many how stars about, are we gonna glaze? Okay, uh, here here you go, Keith. Because I'm gonna keep the overall rankings of the franchises, and we're gonna have a big board. You are kind of like glazer. <laughs> if you ever saw Top Gear, how they had like a big board for like where the records came in. We'll have the Star Glazer board. 
for who has the most stars. It works. Love it. The star glazing department. (laughs) So our big board, star glazing board of the best franchises (laughs) and our so fake opinions. Yes, sir. So this brings it into this podcast and this franchise. You can listen to all of our podcasts at nosoentertainment.com or listen to them wherever you find or any of our social medias. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm still mad. I know. 